Well, Dad, our bean-filled cowgirl adventure has come to a close. We got the herd back safely and returned the rest of the stolen Pokemon. And we sure had some good pranks along the way. We still had some spitfire fighting spirit left after Mooney got away. So Luca and Ricky Jones had a sparring match. I learned so much. Order, order. And Mikey has hands now. The past few days have really lit a fire on her old Ricky Jones. Who knows what he's gonna do next? I'm sure gonna miss him though. I know I'll have to let out a yodel every now and then just for him. Also, he gave us so much money. And now we're back on the road. Gotta go, Dad. Looks like there's another town up ahead. Hello, friends. We are back. Yay! Oh, we are here once again. And uh, this time, folks, it's just me and Sarah. Yeah. Once again, just the two of us. I hope that's cool with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. It's been so fun to play with our friends and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, it's it's really been amazing. But I am excited to kind of get back to basics a little yeah. bit. You know, I, uh, we're back in the saddle. Even though it's not the cowboy arc anymore, <laughs> we're getting back in the saddle. I think it's time for Pearl to get some stuff on her checklist done. She's got to move through some things. She's she's hankering for a few things to get done. So it's it's go time. Back to basics. Let's move this plot. Like gyms? What? <laughs> Talk about gyms? Me? As so many NPCs have said, you only got one gym, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Seriously, yeah. <laughs> it's been bugging her. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, before we really get a rocking and rolling here, just a little bit of uh, business. So this actually happened, I think, a little while back, like maybe after the Ricky fight. But I don't think that I noticed that we were there level-wise. But Pearl, because of the levels of your top four uh, Pokemon, they have reached uh, the prerequisite threshold. You are now trainer level nine. I'm so proud. Uh, which is very exciting. Heck yeah. So yeah, with your top four Pokemon levels uh, equaling 32 or higher, with Fanta at nine and Coconut at eight, Becker's at eight, Celie at seven. Uh, you have you have crossed the threshold and you have now got trainer level nine, which means that you get another ace trainer feat, Woo! which is very, very exciting. Uh, you get the max potential Oh, uh, whoa, that's cool. You want to go ahead and uh, tell the folks at home what that does. We strong. Yes. You're strong. Uh, so Max Potential, the Ace Trainer feature, certain trainers choose to excel in one area, utilizing it to its fullest potential. When you reach level 9, choose to increase all of your Pokemon's speed by 10, their strength by 1, their dex by 1, or con by 1. I chose con. Chose constitution, which I think makes sense because the Cuddle Bunch, we love some snacking, and they're, they're a hearty bunch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I just... I, I was thinking, too, in the efforts of con saves, I feel like I make those a lot. There are, uh, yes, there are a lot of con saves, so yeah. this, this definitely makes sense. Uh, also, hit points are nice. Now, that didn't bump anybody up to the next even number so that they got a hit point boost or anything, correct? No, but it will eventually pay off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as soon as somebody gets an ASI or evolves or anything and they have some points to spend, that's one less to put in con before they hit that. And that applies to all of your Pokemon and all future Pokemon. You just, boom, get to bump that by one, which is pretty amazing. Everybody else 
confused what an ASI is. It sounds like an FBI position. Ability score increase. Wow, just the jargon he throws around, guys, sometimes like popcorn that he expects us to catch. Ah. I didn't, it didn't make my mouth. I missed it. <laughs> ah, ah, hit my teeth. Oh, ah, hit my nose. Oh. ASI. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so with that, that is the only uh, leveling update uh, that we have going on. But when you left the Marigold Ranch, you did do a little bit of party swapping out, I believe. Yeah. Just a bit? Yeah. Who, who are we rocking right now? The squad right now is Celie, non-combatant. I mean, she's always with us. Right. Oscar, Coco, Fanta, and Georgie, George Foreman. Very nice. I just needed, you know, I needed some OGs. I hope that's cool. Oh, totally. And then I will say also, uh, you did ride off into the sunset with Dwayne, but you know, you can you just put Dwayne in the little transfer machine when yeah. you're done riding and everything. Yeah. That was purely for flavor. For flavor. But we do love Dwayne. And on that same note, I think that Luca right now has swapped his team out just a little bit. So he is actually going to have Tufus as a non-combatant for a little bit. Because why not? Uh, <laughs> Tufus has been working a lot and been working very hard lately. And I think the Tufus is going to chill for a little bit. Also, he's much stronger than everyone else. Uh, so Tufus is going to chill for a bit. And Lucas' team is going to be L, Mikey, the Haunter. Wow. Tarzan and Omen, the Houndor. Love that name. So very excited to have that squad. And with that... Pearl, you and Luca have spent the past day riding down Route 16, away from the Podostroma Plains and ever towards your goal of Shemeji Town. The dry, dusty plains have given way to more lush greenery once again as you approach Parasol Village. And as you ride up, cresting over a hill, uh, the small lake town looks to be pleasant and quaint with rounded-off cottages and uh, uniquely shingled roofs dotting the townscape. And you see smaller but similar shapes to the tops of the cottages down on the beach of Lake Chanterelle. And as you look out over as, uh, well, first of all, are you riding on Dwayne currently or are you in the SS Speedmeister? I'm on the SS Speedmeister. Nice. So you you, you rode off on Dwayne for the sake of uh, the end of the episode and then yes. transfer. Yeah. Back to back to the lab. <laughs> all good. Well, uh, as you all ride down in the SS Speedmeister going to a Pearsall Village, uh, you see the lake uh, to the south to your right currently as you are cresting over this hill. And uh, way out in the middle of the lake, first of all, on the opposite side of the lake, you can just kind of barely see the uh, horizon, what's on the other side. Directly south from Parasol Village, you see another city. It looks to be bigger than Parasol Village on the southern side of Lake Chanterelle. And then in the middle of the lake, you can barely make out the shape of a fog-covered island. Ooh! But you all are riding along. What's up? Wow, Luca. Parasol Village. That sounds really fancy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty fancy. Have uh, you ever been here? Well, yeah, this is where our lake house is. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you it's... have a lake house and we're driving directly to it and you're just telling me now? Well, I mean, I to be fair, I, I told you about it like way back in episode like four or five. Mm, <laughs> I have grown on my listening skills since then. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, That's so exciting. We should totally go over there. 
We can maybe have a cookout, get some watermelon. Dwayne can be our sly, like I told you. Celia, this is going to be so much fun. Do you have your, like, outfit? As she's, like, sitting in your lap in the sidecar, <laughs> cramped as it is. It still works, though. But she's, you know, putting on a little sunscreen. She's got her uh, sunglasses on. Much like, I think, the last time that y'all thought that you were much closer to the lake than yes. you actually were. <laughs> she's got the whole ensemble back out. But Lucas says, yeah, uh, well... We can swing by there. Uh, we should scope it out first just to make sure that my mom isn't home and that Wallace isn't home, but we should be fine. Oh, so like when you say this is your lake house, they live here. Right, right. Like after mom and dad split, you know, th this was kind of her spot. But then, you know, she and Wallace moved to Bolette, but we haven't sold the lake house. They just got Wait, the place so out there. two places? I'm so confused. Yeah, well, I mean, they live in Bullet, but they live in the lake houses, and they live. Well, it was mostly like this. She lived in the lake house, right? And then okay. after they got married, like he he had the place in Bullet, and so they moved there. But so they're most likely not here. No, they're probably not here. We just need. We should just be careful, just to make sure. See, that's the nice thing about living on a cruise ship. There's just cabins and like, you know, 109, haha, new person, hi, bye. You know, you don't really gotta keep track of all this. Yeah, yeah. It's complicated. Yeah. Um, should we go there first? Yeah, we could. We can swing by and check it out. I think that's fine. I really doubt that they're there. I mean, it's kind of more just like vacation house than anything now. It's not really a permanent residence like it was for a bit. What do you think Fog Island City over there is? And she points to the foggy place that you told me about. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Misty Isle over there in the middle of the lake. Ooh, hello. Yeah, uh, that's uh, the uh, local spooky spot over here for the lake. Yeah, it's a place where a lot of, you know, I don't know, like mischievous teens or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, a, a lot of people go out there and try to, you know, Go, there's there's supposed to be some kind of like haunted forest or something or other, but I don't like it's kind of got a weird reputation because like nobody actually remembers going in there. Like people try to go out there and then maybe they do and then they come back and they don't remember it or they don't know if they got in or not, but they just kind of wake up and they're on the, the lake shore. It's weird. It's kind of like the local kind of cryptid thing. Like there's some like uh, Misty Isle, you know, like merchandise and stuff and like the stores and stuff, you know, kind of like, ooh, spooky Lake Town kind of thing. I mean, it's it's like it's a nice place, but there's just sort of like the resident creepy thing. Pearl just pans her head slowly to Mikey. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Oh, that was a good one, Luca. Keep driving. Mikey claps because he has hands now. <laughs> so as you all make your way into Parasol Village, uh, are you wanting to like look around at all, or are you just like go straight to the lake house? I think we should just go straight to the lake house to see if we can actually stick around. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, you pass through the cute little kind of downtown spot. It's very much like just little like lake vacation town. Um, like, oh, where was it? In Ohio that we... Vermilion. Yeah, kind of like that kind of vibe mm -hmm. of just, a, you know, this, this kind of small little place and there's some tourists and stuff and then there's, you know, people who actually live there and the, mm -hmm. all the, the little shops and things. So you go by some places. There was... <laughs> Uh, you see that there's one shop that you ride by, and it looks to have, like, a very, um, 
very Lord of the Rings aesthetic. <laughs> and you see uh, that on the sign, there is a very ornery looking Charizard that seems to be, you know, flying over the, uh, the sort of lake town, as it were. Oh, Luca, I have like seven stops I want to make when we get done with scoping it out. Oh, can we get ice cream? Ooh, that looks really good over there. There's a soda parlor. Oh, drive faster. I need to go. You all head toward the lake house. As you drive over that way, you go through the little, um, you know, sort of shopping district area and go actually toward the lake. The house is uh, on the lake shore. You see that there is a, a small little dock coming off of it, and it does match the whole town aesthetic. It's got a very cottagey feel on the outside with the unique sort of rounded roofs uh, with the shingles and everything, kind of light shingles, but then with spots of like darker ones. But yeah, you are you are at this house. Oh, wow, shoot, Luca, you just pulled right into the driveway. Oh, well... I w- that's bold. I'm, n- I'm not going to know you. Uh, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, I should, uh, hold on. <laughs> Whips around a little bit. Yeah, that was, like, really bold. I thought we were going to be stealthy. Yeah, no, I was planning on it, but then I decided to yes and instead. I mean, I guess I guess it's probably just habit. You're like, this is my house, I pull in, you know. Right, yeah, right. sure, sure, sure. And then she immediately, like... Once he's in park, just opens the car door, does a tuck and roll, starts hiding, does sneaky stuff. <laughs> so, uh, Seely, follow my lead. We put on little um, masks. Lord. Luca! She throws a little mask at him. <laughs> Puts it on. No one will know us now. No, of course not. How not could even that? your own mother. How could she? No. This is how it works. I once had a friend named Jack-Jack, and he swears by it. Oh, really? This is like just a little thing over the eyes and like nobody knows, huh? No one. <laughs> Another roll. <laughs> wow, look at this. I landed into a splits. She's just like in a triangle. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth. <laughs> okay. I felt like you brought us straight to the house, so I was like, why did he do that? <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, you know, y'all y'all came up to it. Like, you could see it, but you were still a little far away. So I, you know, pull up in an alley or what have you. But no, instead, he just pulled right in the driveway. <laughs> I rolled a nine. A nine? With his unnatural 20, Luca just follows behind, obscured while you are uh, just sort of dancing around in your in like a mask. Field. Close, <laughs> yeah, close by. Just this down the it. street. This is it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you all make your way up and uh, actually around the back side of the house, and Luca uses his key to unlock the back door. Luca, why are you so bold? You're not even peeking into the windows. Of course. How could I? I know it's old habits. They die hard, but like, bud, you like, I'm sure you're welcome here, but right now you may not be, so like, duck. <laughs> and she would like to peek up to a window All right, as and look you, inside. All right. As you uh, yell at him to be more sneaky, yes. uh, you all both look inside. It, it does seem to be uh, deserted. You also did not see any uh, vehicles in the driveway or anything like that as you approached. Okay. Since the driveway looked clear and this looks clear, I think you can put your key in the door. Cool. Yeah. Go for it. <gasps> Seely, we might see baby pictures finally. <laughs> Great day. You all head into the back door of the cottage, and it still kind of fits vaguely with the uh, the town aesthetic inside. It does not have as much of that homey, cottagey feel. In some of the uh, furniture, there is uh, you know a bit more of an angular modernness to it uh, that doesn't super clash with everything else that's going on. Like it's it's still within the color scheme and everything, but it doesn't feel quite as homey as you might have expected from the outside. 
but you come in uh, through the back door and you, you know go through the kitchen and everything. And uh, what is there anything that you want to see? Or she opens the fridge, gets a snack. <laughs> you open the fridge and there's like kind of just bare minimum. It doesn't seem like anybody's been here in in a bit. Uh, it, it has not been restocked for a recent trip for anyone to stay there or anything like that. So That's it's like good. condiments. <laughs> That's good. That's good. She pulls out a little bit of juice. She opens it, goes. Yeah, there's a there's some hot dogs that look very questionable. <laughs> um, wow, nice cabinets. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I want to see everything. Let's tour the house. So he takes you on a house tour, and uh, you go, you know, through the kitchen kind of dining area. You see the living room, uh, and then he just kind of takes you down the hallway and shows you, you know, the different bedrooms and stuff. Uh, it's it's a pretty basic kind of setup. You know, it's not a huge cottage by any means. Uh, you know, like three bedroom kind of deal. And as you are looking around, you do specifically, I think, notice as you are on the hunt for pictures that like on the walls and you know around the place uh you don't see family photos there's some art and stuff and there's some some things hanging as accents and everything but you don't see a lot of family photos where's like where would his mom sleep oh like in the main bedroom is there a nightstand yeah she'll ruffle through that (laughs) she ruffled through the nightstand yes you go to check out the nightstand, and uh, you don't see. Uh, you're, you're looking for like pictures or anything in the yeah, nightstand. Just yeah, yeah, mementos, anything. Yeah, there's not much that's in there. It it seems like you know there's there's not a lot of clothes being kept in the place. Like you you kind of look through some other drawers and stuff too. You see that there's like a sort of base amount of you know oh I forgot this, and so there's like you know a, some basic beachy kind of clothes and everything. But as you as you're rifling around. The only things that you see are just a couple of small framed pictures, like one on the dresser and one on the nightstand. Just one of specifically just her and Luca. As he is close to his age now, it's not like a baby baby one. Okay. Uh, It seems like make a... History? Sure. Natural 20. Natural 20. Ha ha ha. I know all your history. Judging from, like, how Luca looks in it, it's not super obvious just at first glance, but as you look at it a little longer, it seems like his mom is maybe smiling a little too big, and he looks a little uncomfortable. Like, he didn't really want to take this picture, but she's, like, trying to have a good picture of the two of them. It seems like looking at how Luca looks in the picture, it was probably taken after they split. as She wanted a picture of, like, just her and Luca. Also, this is, I think, the first time that you have Ever seen, seen her. his mom, yeah. I think she um, grabs a picture and she's like, ah! and then she was going to make a big deal out of it, but decides not to. Yeah, but you do see that it looks like this was taken uh, with them sort of out on the lake for the day. Uh, she is in some uh, like light blue sort of athletic wear. She's got this long blonde hair with bangs in the front and a long ponytail. And like I said, it, it looks like she, she just wanted a nice picture with just the two of them. And then you see the other picture is a picture of her and Wallace on the nightstand. Gross. Wallace and his awful mustache. Gross. And I've seen Wallace, yeah. I think the only time that you've actually seen Wallace was in the truck leaving the warehouse. Oh, then I'm definitely going to take a closer look at that. Yeah. You see that he is wearing purple, even though it's not in the sort of 
Team Nasty uniform that you have seen, it seems like that's just kind of his vibe. He's got a very angular face. He's a tall man, uh, a very large pronounced nose, and again, that very W-looking mustache. Very dastardly. <laughs> Looks like the kind of guy who would make a sound. There it is. <laughs> Begging for it. Begging for it. Okay, she she leaves everything alone. Mm-hmm. Not into a lot of chotskis, huh? No, no, she's kind of she's kind of minimalist. Gotcha. Yeah, not not too much going on here. Um, and she then, sits on the couch. Oh, stiff stiff cushions. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then this this is my room, uh, <gasps> just down the hall. She runs. Yes. You see that this room has the most personality out of oh, the whole place. Oh yeah, this is the coolest one. I love this. Woo! Touch the ceiling. Hit the door frame. Swoosh. You try to you try to reach up and hit the door frame. Yeah, roll, for sure. Roll an athletics check. <laughs> oh right, fifteen. You get a good three quarters of the way up there just from from your leap alone. Personal best. <laughs> and then you take another one, and Seely sort of boosts you up so that you can actually hit it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's rummage. So Let me see this place. You go into Luca's room, and like I said, it has the most personality of the place. You can see that he's got, like, some posters and stuff. Uh, It's a very, very teen vibes room. There's, like, Fungus Fighters and Nido Queens of the Stone Age type posters around the place. You can see that uh, it it does seem as though black and red are some of his uh, favorite colors. (laughs) And you look around, and, you know, you see that he's got, you know, other posters from, you know, past, uh, like, vintage Pokemon League posters cool. uh, of like, you know, 1970 Pokey championship, you know, stuff like that. Cool. Uh, vintage stuff. And then um, there's a, a like a stack of DVDs that look to be labeled with like various uh, other championship matches and stuff. Oh, we should have a binge watch. Yeah, we, we can. We totally can. Uh. This isn't even uh, all my stuff. Uh, this is just what I left here when the move to Bolette happened, so this isn't even all of it. And you can tell that even though it's not his full sort of uh, room setup, he still does have some of this stuff left, and just with the bit that is here, it is like the most personal touches in the place still. It has been kept very well. It wasn't a mess when you came in. It was like, you know, kind of put away to come back to or what have you. But he says, yeah, so um, this is uh, this is my room, and uh, oh, um, there, there's not a ton of pictures out in other spots in the house, but um, the, I hear and he like pulls out a little box out from underneath his bed. He says, there's there's some in there, just <gasps> ones that I kept. But A treasure trove. And you start just digging through the pictures. I mean, not digging. I will be nice with this one, but I definitely want to see him. Nice. I think that he specifically like goes and uh, looks at something else as you're sort of flipping through these. He actually goes over to his closet and starts looking for something. But you start looking through these and you see that there are just a couple, just a couple of baby pictures in there. Oh my gosh, look at this one, Seely. Those little cheeks. Oh, wow. He barely had any hair. He was a bald baby. That one little Charlie Brown curl. Don't worry about my friend Charles. Yeah, no, you know Charlie from the ship. Yes, he does hate that football. (laughs) Oh, this is great. This is so great. So there's the baby pictures, and then you also see that there are... Thank you, Jonah. Yes, you're very welcome. (laughs) Finally did it. 
There's only a couple, though. <laughs> As he said, there are more at his dad's place. Oh, my gosh. But there's a few of those there, and then you see it looks like some picture frames that maybe he kind of took that might have been in other parts of the house, like maybe in a hallway or in a living room or something. Other older family pictures that he had grabbed and stuck here for himself. Nice. Maybe when there was some sort of remodeling happening, he just made sure to, to grab those. Uh, and you do see pictures of, like, when Luca was younger, like, you know, a toddler and then, you know, five, six years old. And up until tween age of him with, you know, his mom and dad together. Uh, you also, I think this is the first time that you've seen Lewis. Yeah, his dad. Yeah. Lewis is... Uh, tall as Luca is. Uh, he's got that sort of uh, lankier build uh, and you see he's got a, uh, a large nose as well. Uh, it's a bit more rounded though than uh, <laughs> than Wallace's is. Uh, and you see that Lewis uh, also has a, uh, a much more friendly looking mustache. And this actually, uh, this picture is of him and Luca and uh, his mom and um, it looks as if it was when they were maybe up at the league. Some of their Pokemon are in the picture. You actually see Elle is in the picture. Luca's got Tufus. Tufus looks very baby. Oh my gosh, Tufus is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Just a sweet little baby Tufus. And then uh, actually kind of over next to uh, Lewis, there is a... Um, a funky looking Pokemon. I don't know that you've actually seen this one before. Ooh, exotic. You see uh, next to Lewis, again, as this looks like they were uh, maybe in some sort of nursery or, or training spot or, or something or other, but up there near the league, he's he's wearing like a, a sort of green shirt with some overalls and, you know, looks like th they've, they've been like working. But next to him is this like serpentine kind of insectoid Pokemon that's got like a yellow body and like some blue accents and these big old eyes that look closed with some like little prongs coming off of its chin and there it's got like two tiny little wings and its tail ends with like a drill looking thing it's a weird looking pokemon but it seems to be uh lewis's wow hey look what what is this oh i mean i know it's your family and look at two oh my gosh but what is this <laughs> oh that uh that's my dad's Dunsparce. Dunsparce? Yeah, yeah, he's had that thing for a long time. It's, like, way older than me. Probably that's why it's so sparse. Ah! Ah! ah but, yeah, so, and, and that's Al, obviously. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But, yeah, that was uh, actually, uh, you know, when they were uh, training for, you know, the league championships one year, you know, we were just out there. That was actually very soon after I got Toofus. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so. How did you get Toofus again? They actually uh, gave me the egg, uh, and I hatched him. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that was pretty soon after, you know, it was uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on. I had been carrying him around, carrying around a bunch, and then and then he hatched. Cool. We made sure that we, you know, took a picture to commemorate the occasion. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, hey, Pearl, this is weird. Like, it's weird for me to be here. Uh, it's fine. Like, you know. She starts jumping on his bed. Sure, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, but, like. Boing, boing, boing. Uh, do you do you have any like questions or anything? Like I I don't know. I know this is weird. We're at like my parents' weird lake house. It's only weird if you make it weird. I know. <laughs> I'm just feeling that teen angst, you know. Sure. Yeah. Boing, boing. You know what I want to do? What? I want to get like a ton of popcorn, a ton of food, yeah. and like ice cream and like cheese stuff. And like cereal. Ooh, 
really, really good cereal and just like get all of these tapes and just watch all of the training possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a bunch of them. I got, you know, moms, I got dads, I got, you know, uh, Uncle Marlins, I got Aunt Persicas. I, I mean, got a I whole bet bunch we can find Ricky. Boing. Yeah, I actually think I've got the I've got the Ricky tape here somewhere. Ah, so cool! And yeah, as he's flipping through, you see the labels. It's like you know, Sam, Lewis, Marlin, Persica, you know, and like who they were fighting and stuff like that. I mean, I'm just I got a hankering for another gym battle, Luca. I feel like I got an itch that needs to be scratched. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, it has mm-hmm. like it, we've mm-hmm. done a lot of stuff since mm-hmm. you got that first one, so I feel like you're probably ready for you know another one. But I also feel like we got to focus, you know, as much as I want to do a whole binge watch TV mode. Oh, I, yeah, totally, totally. I get that. We should probably just stay focused and keep going. Yeah, I mean, you know. And then there's whole Nightmare Misty City. Ah, oh, there's so much to do. <laughs> well, I think. Boing, boing. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm tired from being on the road. I'm still like Rhyhorn sore from riding. Sure. <laughs> So, you know, I'm okay with if we want to take a little while to, you know, recharge for a bit before we go and deal with whatever the, you know, rock full of awful spirits and Wait, are you saying? And she hops off the bed. Personal day? Yeah, I think think we should take a personal day. She throws confetti in the air. Personal day! (laughs) Wow, I've never been more of an adult in my life. Sealy? Silence my phone! Ort, ort. Seely? Ort. Put on the Velcro shoes! Ah, we're so personal, we don't even have to tie our own shoes. That's how little I'm working today. (laughs) Seely? Ort. Hi. Ort. (laughs) (laughs) So personal day? Yeah, yeah. I got my Velcro shoes on. Great, well, I mean... There's you know all the all the different little shops and stuff and you know we can go out on the lake <gasps> um, and then and then we'll, we'll go on the lake we'll go through the shops and then at night t- tonight we'll just do a binge watch mode yeah yes sounds good sounds great cool well uh, yeah so do we do we need to get like food I guess yeah then? let's go to the shops great and so you all head over to the shops. It's afternoon. I think that, you know, we uh, are kind of resetting a little bit. Y'all probably, you know, you left, you rode off into the sunset from leaving Marigold Ranch. And so I think that, you know, you, you camped out one last night under the stars in the plains. There weren't any more shooting stars the last night that you camped out. But you, you camped out under the stars one last time. And then uh, the next day was when, you know, the terrain sort of started uh, changing again to more of the greenery and everything as y'all got closer to the lake and whatnot. Seely. Order. Hit the shopping montage. I'm coming out, I'm coming. I want the parasols to know that we are here for show. I'm coming out, I'm coming. I want the parasols to know that we are voting today. This brand new world for me, and I just want to know all the things to know about Parasol Town. A little rusty, a little rusty, folks. Ah! Uh, I just want you to imagine them going vintage shopping, and we're trying different, like seventies, then the eighties, and then the nineties clothing oh my items. Gosh, 
Uh, yeah, so why well, is there anything that you're looking for in particular in, in the different sort of, uh, you know, lake town shops? No, truly. Uh, well, actually, pfft, lies. Uh, <laughs> I do need some Pokeballs. I was about to say, I know you got money now. What is money? Fleeting things, concepts that we all agree to. True. Not real. None of it's real. Not real. I mean, yes. <laughs> the thought was real. Money, not. It's all made up. Yeah, I need I need some Pokeballs. Yeah, are there any other kind of items and things that you're looking for? Or are you just pretty much trying to some get some potions? Okay, healing stuff. Okay, not a ton of healing stuff, but any X items too. I love X items. Mm, okay, okay. So just sort sort of basic stores that we got going on. I think that there's you know an outfitters type of place that has you know uh, various outdoorsy goods and everything, things that you might need, uh, uh, kayak rentals or lanterns or tents and uh, you know d- different things like that. They actually have uh, some rebreathers. Uh, they've got you know different kind of things, climbing kits and uh, just swimming gear stuff like that. There's also just like the standard sort of Pokemart that would have, you know, whatever potions and Pokeballs and things. There's like a vitamin store that essentially uh, that would have like X items and uh, maybe some other things of that nature. And then there's other local artisan type places that has stuff like the one uh, very Lord of the Rings looking one uh, with the Charizard logo. And there's there's just some other like there's one there's a store that's like very nautical themed and uh, just different things like that are around. Do you think that there's anybody who could help me with my um, apricorns? With your apricorn? Oh, like to try to make some new ones? Yeah, I got so many. And she holds open her box and it's like overflowing. Kukunk, kukunk, kukunk. I don't think there's any crafters here in town. Uh, but I mean, you could just mail them off to Kaylin from, oh. the, from the Pokemon Center. And then oh. it would just be, you know, next time we're in Anoki Village, we just pick them up. Why didn't anybody tell me that? Heck yeah. I don't know. Thunk, they start rolling. I'll catch that one. Oh, all right. Well, we'll definitely do that. We do that. Cool. Wow, that was fast. That was you real time fast. <laughs> all righty. Um, hey, Luca. Yeah, what's up? Do you have a boating license? A boating license? Yeah, how are we getting on the lake? You just threw it out there so candidly. Like, we can go on the lake. I mean, do I got... Do you have a boat? You been hauling out on a boat? I, I don't have a boat. You have a boat. I don't have a boat. I mean, I've got, like, a kayak. That's like a boat. Well, uh, well, I think that our ideas of boat are maybe a little bit different. There's what with- cruise ships, and then there's boats, and then there's mini boats, and then there's little boats. I mean, I guess that this is... And then there's is- boat boats. This is maybe boat boat. Really? I mean, it's like... It's like a boat. Well, it's a kayak, you know. It's, it's just- definitely not a cruise ship, so it's like a boat. No, I mean, it's like you got to paddle it yourself, or, you know, I guess you could have, you know... Seely, you know, like swim around and pull it or something, I guess. Seely, like, looks disgusted. <laughs> I mean, like, Toofus likes swimming around and pulling sometimes. Yeah, you might like it, Seely. Hmm. I know, it's not, a, it's not a cruise ship, it's a boat. That was a five. Seely seems skeptical. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna like that. Ah! Okay. Lucas so says, you- or you could get some, like, you know, snorkeling type stuff if you just wanted to be in the water with Seely uh, from, like, the, the, the place over there. They got some things. But yeah, I mean, we've got we've got like a couple of kayaks at okay. the house if you wanted to take it That's out. Fine. That's fine. It's like a boat. Okay, she's gonna go to the po- Pokemart. So what are you looking for? They've got Pokeballs and Great Balls uh, and a couple of other local varieties, and then they've also got you know some potions and super potions. Super potions. What are those? Super potions. Uh, they've only got a couple of those. It's mostly just potions, and then uh, like full heals and stuff. Uh, you know, status conditioning type things. But the couple of super potions that they have, those restore three d six plus six HP. So they've got those. 
and then basic restorative items like full heal, you know, paralyze heal, burn heal, all that kind of stuff. That's the things that are in the basic Pokemon. But then if you're looking for any any more fun or interesting things, there, there would be maybe stuff in the other stores. Hit me with two potions and three great balls, please. All right, well, and, and this, like, very crusty, uh, sort of uh, sailory-looking guy says, well, all right, here's your potions and your great balls. I'm not afraid of you. I grew up on the SS Clara. You know, I vacationed there once. I thought I recognized you. Hey. Are you Henrik Third? Hey. Wow, how's the second and the first? Well... Wait a second. No, this guy doesn't sound German. He could be Henrik. Henrik III. Henrik III? <laughs> I mean, I could be remembering your name wrong. No, it's... I'm... I'm like Kieran the... the like... I don't even know. It's just... It's a name You're that Kieran is... Kieran the Seventh? A name that has surpassed all numbers. Thou, a thousand years there have been Kierans. Roman the Kanoko region. <laughs> the most notable, my great... Many times, grandfather. Gotcha. But I, I am humble. Current, current day, Kieran. Well, current day, Kieran. <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, current day, Kieran. I'm current day Pearl, and it seems to me like you would know a lot about that misty island. You'd be wishing to know about the misty, <laughs> I- the Isle of Mist, as it were. Yeah. And she pulls him real close. She grabs his shirt and pulls him in close. I'm not messing around, man. Tell me. I'm not afraid of you. I know you know something. Give it to me. Roll. Can I roll per intimidation? (laughs) (laughs) As you also slide your money across the counter for your items. 19. A 19 intimidation. Her eye starts to twitch. I'm not afraid. His eyes grow real wide. You'd be wishing to know about the aisle. What do you think I've been talking about the whole time? And she lets go of his shirt, and so he falls. Oh, oh. He, he like picks himself up off the counter. Oh, well. This stalling won't help <laughs> you, Karen. Well, the, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Okay. Sorry, you're just very intimidating for That's her. That's right. For a 10-year-old. Yeah, I know that you don't get this much direct eye contact that often no, in mean, one work shift. You're really just like staring. I'm not blinking. Oh, all right. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Um, so, the Misty Isle. Well, it is a, a mysterious island, and, uh, well, there have been very, very few who have ever uh, been on the island and, well, remembered it. Some go in and uh, they, they believe that maybe there's some sort of uh, haunted forest in there, but uh, they go and they, they do come back. It's not that they it's not that they go and they never come back. They sure. do they yeah, do yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I just sure, want to make sure, that sure, clear. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, really like a lower risk on the survival. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's not you know. Oh, they were never seen again. Uh, no, it's just more that you know. Uh, it's mostly it's mostly those those mischievous teens. There's there's like three running around who keep on trying to go and it's they they go out. But then they come back, but they don't remember. Why don't they like write it down? Why don't they journal? All that they remember is washing back up on the shore. See, this is the problem. I write letters every single day. I have a very strong memory. Perhaps they did write it down and the writings mysteriously disappeared. Some of them just sort of, you know, row back and they're like, I don't know, it was fine. I, I just, I, I was rowing that way and then I'm rowing back this way. And then some of them just wash up on the shore. 
Yeah, we don't have to resuscitate them or anything. It's more just like they were sleeping on the shore. Okay, buddy. She pulls them in close one more time. But tell it's, 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 but I, I do, I do want to clarify. It's very mysterious. Yeah, but tell me something I don't know. Okay. They say that there's a mystical Pokemon in there. There it is. There it is. Wasting my time. <laughs> there it is. Um. How many times must I intimidate? All right, keep it coming. Don't stop now, Kieran. Kieran, keep Kieran. Allegedly. Dark. Legend has it. You know. Word, word on the street is yeah. that there's some sort of mystical Pokemon. What's causing these folks who go out there, again, mostly those teens, but causes them to forget like they were never there. They say it's guarding something. What it is, we don't know because nobody remembers going in there. We uh, Honestly, we're not really even sure if it's like a, a, a an actual, uh, we, we just kind of see the vague outline of trees, but we don't know if there's actually enough trees to constitute a forest, uh, but. By this time, she's cracked open a like a, a, a soda <laughs> yeah. and is just sipping the bottom of it, just waiting for him to stop talking. But our assumption is that even though nobody's been out there and remembers that we do, you know, through the fog and such, see the tops of some very ominous looking trees. And so we reckon that there's probably something going on. Well, thanks, Karen Henrik III. She puts down some cash. Keep the change. <laughs> Thank you. This is, I do want to clear. This is exact change yeah, for your it purchase. Yeah, exact change. Uh, but... Underneath, there's a business card with a coupon for the next discount for the SS Clara. Oh, you know, I take do deserve kids. a vacation. Yeah, take the kids. Yeah. Nice uh, stopping yes. with you. Ah, yes. Little Kieran. Yes, of course. Well, <laughs> Little Kieran. Kieran Jr. No, we're way too far down the line for him to be a junior. A thousand years, <laughs> Kieran's have roamed this land. But what happened to Henry? My great ancestor was a beast master of the Keepers in days of yore. All right, all right, all right. And now here I am, uh -huh. a humble... A Pokemart shop, yeah. Cashier. I do, I do support the local economy. I know you do, man. I'm not scoffing at it. You just, you're long-winded. That's why I had to be so direct. I understand. Luca, get out of here now. Bye, ding, ding. Bye, 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 Kieran. Don't lollygag, Luca. Go. He'll keep us there. So what all did you buy again? Two potions, three gray balls? Yep. So that's a total of 1,900. As you walked out, he said, you sure you, you don't be wanting any, any dive balls or net balls or things of the sort? Local fare, what with us being on the lake and all. They exit the store and Pearl clutches her heart. Oh, Luca, I don't feel good. Uh, oh, what? What? Are you okay? Oh, I think I just got the money shakes. Ah, oh, it hurts giving up so much of it. Ah, it's still I'm not used to it. Oh, uh, girl, I thought you meant that you were like actually had something yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, it hurts. Do you need a vitamin? Yeah, let's go. Okay. You go into the vitamin store. Okay. You see just a very, very muscular, protein shaked up, beach bod looking lady there at the counter. She's like, hey, how can I help you? Oh my gosh. Are you Mish? Yeah. <gasps> Mish, I'm a big fan of your work. Wait, this wasn't like a listener or anything, right? No, I did. Well, I'll go with whatever you're doing. I don't it's know. Mish from BMF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mish, I'm a big fan of your work. Oh, great. I haven't even done that much advertising, so cool. Mish! 
here, jump ropes. Sure. Thanks. When I do this, it's like a helicopter. Ow! I hit myself in the face. She she signs it very muscularly. She's like, need some vitamins? Okay, sure. I don't know what I've, what am I doing with this? It's the Jimmy Fallon. I'll grow Ew. Ow. Ow. Yeah, um, so what are you looking for? She says, gesturing to all of the different uh, items. You see that there are X items. You recognize those as they're very similar to uh, what you saw at Aurora's stand back at the market. You also see that there are some other things around the place uh, if you're if you're interested in looking for anything else. Well, let's hear it. So as you're looking around the, the vitamin store, oh, what should we call it? I guess I guess there should be a name for it if it's like a, you know, hashtag shop local. I got to commit to it. It's Vigoroth Vitamins, and you see that also behind the counter, similarly muscular uh, to this uh, very muscular woman, you see that there is a Vigoroth much like Miguel's. Wow! This uh, this very large monkey seems to be uh, much more subdued than uh, the, the raging um, ape that was under Miguel's control way back at the uh, Team Nasty warehouse, as it seems to uh, have a proper sort of a, a dietary supplement and also smells lightly of essential oils. Ooh! <laughs> it calmly says as it stacks some, some boxes <laughs> on a shelf. Uh, but here in Vigoroth Vitamins, uh, there are X items, but then there are also actual vitamins. There are things like protein and iron and calcium, uh, the, all of the things uh, that can be purchased here. Items that are, are quite expensive, but can uh, permanently increase like the strength or dex or constitution, charisma, wisdom, HP, PP of your Pokemon, uh, like permanently. It's essentially giving them a boost. So most of them cost 4,900 each, and it increases whatever stat by one. And then the HP up and PP up cost 8,800 each. So there's that in addition to uh, the X items that are also there. I think we're just interested in X items, but that is really cool. Protein, iron, calcium, zinc, carbose. Well, I'm not sure I'm ready yet. There's a lot of very, like, aggressive marketing mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, bold fonts on those. But you're uh, looking for X items, though? Mm-hmm. See, Luca, I was a really, really big fan of Mish back in the day when she did, like, uh, wrestling. Oh, I didn't even... She's a former wrestler. She was really, really big. I have a chair that has her face on it. Oh, you know... Okay, I think that me and my dad went way, way back. I think that we saw, like, one of the big wrestling matches, like, in Criminy City way back when. I was like... Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, you know, like, one of the, like, they'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge kind of deal? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I yeah. remember practicing wrestling, and, it was, and, like, Mish had famous name, like, the Power Drive! And I went, like, you know, and she does, like, a little fake uh, male down the floor type stuff. and I love that you know my work. Oh, yeah, Mish, I'm a big, big fan. Uh, uh, can we get a quick picture? I saw. And then um, me and Sealy, we take a picture, and we're both flexing, like, ah! The Vigoroth does the elbow pat, yeah. and it looks like it's about to, like, come down on you, but doesn't. Yes. Ah! And I look scared in the picture, like, ah, you're going to get me! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mish. You're welcome. And we'll take these X items. Cool. What X items are you getting? I definitely want X attack and X accuracy. Okay. How many of each? Misha, I'm a big fan. Just hold on a second while I budget. I'm 10. Oh, no worries. It's not peak season, so I'm not in a rush. I don't even... This isn't even an accent. It's not even a diet. It's just... It's just mouth sound. It's just... It's just muscular. It's just the sound of muscular. <laughs> We're going to take two of each. 
two of each. Okay, so you're going to get six total. Yes. Ooh. Hey, big spender. It hurts me. Hey, Mish. Do you have anything that will help me breathe while I part with this? For free. For free. The breathing has to be for free. And can Vigoroth just come and smack me on the back real quick? Just doom doom. Oh, that helps. That helps. Thanks. Thanks, bud. <laughs> she said, oh, I thought you meant like in general. I was like, well, you could go to uh, get a rebreather from the, the outfitters and stuff. It was like a snorkel, but, you know. But if that works, that works. It works. That will be 2100 It's like shopping is fun, but it's the worst thing in my life. Yeah, why? I hate this part. Oh, I'm so broke already. I mean, you're spending money on, like, essential stuff, you know? I just remember the good old days when I'd be like, hey, I roll out of bed. Food is there. Right. You know, I roll out of bed. Clothes. I roll out of bed. A full bouncy house in a castle. That's growing up. <sighs> it's not worth it. <laughs> That's not. That's the way it is. I'm only 10, though, guys. <laughs> fine just to ship me off. It's fine. It's what I wanted. I chose this. Yeah, I, I, it, it sounded like more it was just kind of Ron going along with your thing. Yeah, it's you valid. Want. It's valid. It's valid. How to let the butterfly fly. <laughs> Bye, Mish. Bye. Come back soon. And you leave. <laughs> Great. Don't, please. <laughs> don't come back here. <laughs> I, the DM, am asking you not to come back. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have to do whatever that was again. friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'm talking so close to the mic today because Sarah's teaching in the other room and I want to try to get these done now rather than later. So enjoy this announcement ASMR. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. They're still rolling out those new draconian dice sets. They've got red, Charizard, green, Venusaur, blue, Blastoise, purple, Haunter, obviously, Go Mikey, and finally, the most powerful dice of all for all you hardcore gamers out there, Mountain Dew Dragon. You have got to get these dice for your sweet Pokemon companions. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. 
Speaking of which, I want to give a big old thank you to Daniel Nichols, the professor of Pokeology himself, for becoming a patron. We are so grateful for you and your appreciation of the show. And if you'd like to give us that support as well, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is even more true for shows like ours. We don't do paid ads anywhere, and us posting on our own social media can really only get us so far. So please, if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends about us. They will trust your recommendations way more than they'll trust us yelling about ourselves on the internet. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. We've actually got a few of them in this episode and the next one. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. And while I'm on the topic of word of mouth, I want to throw it out there once again that Sarah and I are teaching on OutSchool now. I actually taught my first classes over the weekend. It was a wonderful experience. I am very excited to do more. I've got more classes coming up. Intro to D&D, Intro to Pokemon 5e, and Intro to Tiny Dungeon. And I've got some fun campaigns set up, one of which is a Pokemon 5e campaign set in Johto, which is going to be super fun. So if your kiddos want to go on adventures like Pearl, just search for Jonah M. Jackson on OutSchool and sign up for one of my classes. If you want a referral code for $20 off of your first class, just send us a message on the Instagram or Twitter and I will hook you up with the link. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week, we want to highlight just the zoo of us, an old favorite of ours here at Questco Jr. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Vig for the song Super Metroid Zabesian Midnight. Thanks to Kyle Preston for the song A Sea Change. Thanks to Fluid Vault for Squeaky Song. Thank you to Daniel Rand for the song Faded Lands. Thanks to Glitch X City and DJ Cutman for New Horizons Remix. Thank you to Jimmy Fontanez and Meteorite Productions for the song Bingo Latino. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's see what other shopping shenanigans await on this personal day. I hope you've enjoyed this announcement, ASMR, and the faint sounds of Sarah teaching in the background. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. Hey there, new friends. This is Ellen Weatherford. Do you like animals? Do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10? Can you tolerate puns? If so, join me and my husband, Christian, over at Just the Zoo of Us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species. Just the Zoo of Us is available on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast apps. You can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us. See you soon.
Luca, follow my lead. Okay. She throws the mask back on. Great. You they do. They walk back to the Pokemart. But first, she just slides her head to the glass door to see if the shifts have changed. Nope, it's only been about 10 minutes. Okay, guys, here's hoping the mask theory really works. And she just walks in. Roll the deception check. <laughs> Hi. 16. Hey, I see you walking here thinking that perchance you might be fooling me into thinking that you're not who you were before, what with your mask and all. But I, these wise old eyes of mine have seen. Is there anything else I can help you with? Darn it! Kieran rolled an 18. Ah, bummer. You know, under normal circumstances for many people, perchance that would be enough, but not for me. I've been too wise in it. I've seen too many things. See, here's the thing, Luca. She says underneath her breath. I just act a little differently around pirates. And with that, she throws the mask down. I am not afraid of you! Give me all the Pokeball options! Now! Arg! He respects that. Yeah, I know he does. And she, he, He's not piratey. He's just kind of old and crusty. But he is a pirate. <laughs> That's a pirate. Uh, in her brain, he certainly he certainly can be. And she walks like she struts up to that cash register. <laughs> Maybe. And then she puts her boot on the counter. You pretend to be wanting to look at uh, some more local options, uh, aside from the sort of uh, standard Pokeball and Crate Ball. <laughs> Perchance you would like a dive ball, or, a, or, or, or maybe a net ball. <laughs> or, uh, well, uh, we, we've got some, some nest balls. Uh, uh, I've, got, I've got a quick ball or two. Uh, really, the ones, that we, 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 the, the ones that we promote are the dive ball and the net ball. <laughs> Because I'll take one of, of each. Because of yeah, the lake. <laughs> the lake that you can swim in, but don't try to go to the island because, as we all know. She pulls him in on the shirt. <laughs> I know it. I know it, Kieran. I, I promise you, on every Pokemon I've ever seen, on any Pokemon I've ever touched, on every Pokemon that I've ever breathed the same air with, I know it. I'll take one of each. Great. That'll be 1,600 pokey. Dear I'm really struggling. You know, of course, that if you want to use that dive ball, you could use it while fishing, but also it works good on ones underwater if you go if you go diving. Thus the name, I'm dive sorry, ball. Give me one second. Give me one second while I do my math. That's cool. Uh, right. So the dive ball gives a plus 10 to capture rolls while fishing or underwater. So perhaps if you had some sort of breathing apparatus that let you go underwater for an extended period of time. Or if you had a Pokemon. Or you just have an iron lung. Or if you have the iron lung. Or if you have a Pokemon that like knows dive. And then the net ball gives a plus 10 to capture rolls against bug or water type Pokemon. Arr, pleasure doing business with you. Arr, you're a very tenacious customer, and I should be telling you. He looks around to see that the rest of the store is empty, and he leans in. I've been to the... Wow, the, the whole forgetting thing just made me forget what the name of the island even was. But let me look into your eyes. I knew that you've been there, and that's why I've been heckling you so much. Ah, uh, you saw right through I saw me. right through you. You never had a chance. On the Misty Isle. Yeah, I know. In my youth. Yeah, I know. When I was but a wee, Kieran, I went there, and I forgot. But 
There is the slightest bit that I do remember. Alright. I washed back up on the shore, and the faintest thing that I remember is some sort of otherworldly Pokemon. It waved its nubby little hand right in front of me, and that was the last thing that I remembered. A silhouette, as it were. Some sort of alien creature. But that's that. That is actually all this time. That that really is all. Yeah. Okay. You know, I kind of gotta. Okay, you know, wait, wait, you know, wait, wait, we, we gotta keep the you Kieran, know the sort of focus. local folk folklore. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kieran, focus. And she throws a pen and a piece of paper in his hand. Draw the hand. Draw the hand. Yeah, draw the hand. All right. Draw it, man. Give me a give me a piece of paper. Oh, he's actually drawing it. I, if you asked for it, I shall oblige. I. Here it be. And he hands you the piece of paper with this uh, silhouette scrawled on it. That be what I remember from that day. You want to describe what you see there? Guys, it looks like a potato. <laughs> and she whispers that to Luca. It looks like a potato. Yeah, no, I, it, it does bear. I mean, yeah, like those that looks like little spots. Come ah! Thank you. Uh, yes, it's it's three glowing fingers reached out at me. It's two glowing eyes, and I I I forgot after that. And then I and then I washed up on the shore. I think you really do deserve a vacation, man. I do. Is there anything else that ding, I can? Ding, already at the door. Great. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Luca, I keep getting that pain in my chest. Oh, uh, the money! You got the money pains again? Yeah, but we definitely got a lot of good information out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll stop by tomorrow. So, to him again? Yeah. Are you sure that he needs to be brought into existence as far as we're concerned again? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luca, where do you want to go? Oh, I mean. <gasps> Look at that! And she runs towards the Lord of the Rings story. <laughs> okay, yeah, you run toward uh, the Dragon's Horde is what you see on the Ooh, side. This place is cool. Have you ever been here, Luca? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. The guy who runs the place, uh, uh, Harry, he's an uh, interesting dude. I like interesting. She opens the door. Oh, Harold! <laughs> So uh, you open the door to this store and you see a lot of uh, items that seem to have a very uh, medieval sort of flair to them, a very Kinoko Origins sort of flair <laughs> to them. As you look around, there are, you know, things like uh, different like souvenir glasses and stuff with, you know, old timey looking designs, steins and things. There are also just like swords and stuff. And then there are some other uh, various items and things, crystals and stones and such, and, and just uh, all that kind of thing. And then uh, describe the person you see behind the counter. Uh, he's a very salt and, salt and pepper shaker type hair, big beard, uh, short and stoutly, has a, you know, twirly mustache. like A kind mustache. Yeah, a kind mustache. Thank you. Not, a, um, not an aggressive or dastardly mustache. And has, you know, reading glasses and a very, very big eyebrows. I'm imagining, uh, like, one of the Levies. Ooh, like Eugene? Yeah, like Eugene Levy type eyebrows. Okay, okay. I'm there with you. Thank you, and he's wearing <laughs> suspenders. Excellent. Uh, so you all walk into the store, you see all this stuff, and uh, Harry says, Oh, Luca, it's so good to see you. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Harry, how's it going? Oh, well, well, I thought that you were out of town. Come, come in. Uh, who is this? Who is your friend? Hi, I'm Pearl. 
don't attempt this at home. She grabs a knife and then starts. No, sorry. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Pearl. Don't attempt this at home, kids. She grabs a sword and starts to do cool moves. <laughs> oh, careful, careful, careful. You see that there is like a tag on it that's like next to the price. It's like, please don't touch. <laughs> don't worry, I'm trained. And then she puts it back. <laughs> in danger. Can I help you with anything? Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, uh, thank you for coming into my store. Ooh, um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to look around. This place is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, describe some of the stuff that you see just as, as you're looking around. Things that catch Pearl's eye. I think there are memorabilia mugs, like the type of drinking glasses with etched, you know, different Pokemon that are cool, like collector sets type things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are different kilts and ancient sweaters you could wear that represent different things and the colors. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. And they're all very itchy, the sweaters. And I think there's a lot of tea. Yeah, a lot of teas and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and uh, just give me an investigation check. Okay. I like this store. Uh, nine. A nine. Uh, you see all of that stuff. You see that um, uh, a lot of it is sort of branded with that same logo uh, of the dragon uh, over the lake town. Uh, this this you know red Charizard. It seems to be using the smog attack uh, on the town. Wink. Harry says, yes, do you perchance fancy any of our smog merchandise or, or maybe a kilt or, or anything else? And let's see, with your investigation check, there's not um, not a whole lot of stuff that actually, you know, would uh, give you any sort of uh, sure. tactical advantage, uh, maybe in a battle situation. <laughs> sure. Ooh, can there be cool, like, little egg carriers for my egg? Oh, like an incubator? Yeah, like cool little like latches that will like latch onto a belt or something, like carryable little egg pouch, handmade macrame. Yeah, it's not it's not like the incubator itself cuz mm-hmm. it's its own kind of thing, but there are like incubator accessories that also do have the flavor of, you know, the whole the whole uh, aesthetic here. Uh, this this vaguely Celtic aesthetic. Cool. Yes. Uh, you also see, uh, I'll say that, like, you know, with, with, like, the kilts and there's, like, some scarves and things that uh, there's essentially, like, a, uh, you could buy a silk scarf, which uh, adds proficiency bonus to, like, normal type moves. It would be, like, sort of the uh, battle item that would have any sort of uh, use in here. But then the rest of it is is pure flavor. And then there's also evolution stones. In the crystals and stuff, There's like there's, like, some evolution stones as well. Not that you're in dire need of those, but yeah. he's got them. Oh, I kind of do like that silk scarf. Yes. Oh, it, it is a, a very fine material. Pure silk. And he sort of uh, tucks away the tag that says, like, you know, polyester. Yeah. Point. Celie puts her face on it. And she loves it. Mm, oh, oh. Yeah, I kind of like that, too. How much? The 4,400 pokey. Wow. That is a pretty pokey. Uh-huh. Yes, it, this is not uh-huh. purely aesthetic. Uh-huh. It does have actual use. Yeah, I think we'll have to pass on it, but it's really pretty. Understandable. Sorry, Sealy, get it off your cheeks. I know, I know. It's okay. Hey, you look beautiful in your beret and your scarf that you already have. Yeah, it's true. 
<laughs> and then Harry says, well, well uh, what about any of our other various dragon-themed merchandise? And you see, in addition to the uh, smog merch, there are some other uh, dragons around. Uh, he says, you know, this area and the Kanoko range in general, there, there is much uh, draconic lore uh, in these mountains. Draconic hui? Draconic lore! What does that mean? It means that there, here there be dragons uh, to, to some extent. Sure. So this 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 one here, uh, it was known more in the you know in in the west it was known uh-huh. as as Heatrash the Charizard, okay. but here uh, was known as Smog because it, it used smog a lot when it was you know really uh, being a big nuisance in, in the town honestly. Um, and so I, I feel like you really are hitting the smog point, but you're like dragons plural. Right. Well, this was the most famous dragon, ah, but okay, but. According to legend, you know, up. I don't know if you've heard any other local legends, but he, but this is a good one. Okay. Up uh, in the mountains, okay. north of the north of the city, uh-huh. it is said that more dragons lurk in the mountains, deep, deep in the you know peaks and and crags and and things. Uh, but smog was the one who came down here to you know, do uh, do what it did. Pearl just saddles up the local again with the smog thing. I think that's the only dragon this guy knows. You know, the, the keepers had to put a stop to that one. That was that was a lot. Who are the keepers? Oh, they're uh, essentially, um, well, you know, the, the Pokemon Rangers of today, yes? Yeah, I'm a ranger! And you don't, wait, what? Oh, what? And she rips, whips out, like, her ranger hat. Oh, so you don't, you don't know about, um... The, the keepers? You don't, you don't know about the keepers? No, I just know that I have a friend named Dave... And he, he made me a ranger, Junior. Ah. <laughs> as much as I <laughs> don't view myself as that. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I, I know a, a fair amount of the history, but perhaps uh, you could, you know, sit in on a, on a Pokepology course. Perhaps you could audit. Oh, I'm a Pokepologist, too. Really? And you don't know about them? Yeah, no, I don't. Do you have a book? Yes. And he, and he picks up. <laughs> okay, well, here's, uh, well, so the, I've got a couple of books here, and he, he looks behind the counter. <laughs> And there's one book that's just like a, a brief history of the Keepers. Uh, and then uh, he's like, well, there's also uh, this one uh, about uh, Team Catapult specifically. <laughs> I'll take both. Great, you take both. Thanks. And can I get some of this candy that's shaped like dragons? Oh, it's absolutely. Chocolate. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And you get some of the, the special dragony candy. <laughs> nice. Actually, can I get some more of it? Yes. Thanks. We're having a binge night. We need snacks. Ah, yes, of course, of course. Uh, is there anything else that I could get for you? No, I have knowledge. That's all I could ever ask for. And you you don't want that sword that you were swinging around? Ah, no. It is beautiful. Luca, what do you want to get? Oh, um, hmm. Well, now I'm thinking about the sword. I don't need a sword, right? No, I don't, I don't, I don't you need definitely a need a sword. You definitely need a sword. What if we find a tree and the tree is in our way and we can't move? And then you thankfully have the sword so the SS Smeetmeister can move. What if, what if, what if I have a sandwich and the sandwich is as tall as me? Because someone said, Pearl, I don't think you can make a sandwich that tall. And I laughed in their face. And so I make the beautiful sandwich and then the sandwich needs cutting. That would be great use for a sword. What if? We go to Misty Mountain Land Island Place. We see a kraken. We don't want to hurt the kraken, but we just wave the sword and say, "Hey, back up!" Please, what do you mean, like up. you mean like a tentacle or like a malamar? Yes. Okay. And we say, "Hey, back up, back up!" What if 
we are driving and we're in a chase and we have to shake them. And so you pull out the sword and the glint of the sun and the sword drives them off. There's a lot of reasons we need a sword, Luca. Celie, help me out here. And she starts acting out scenarios. See? That's a classic scenario, Luca. I'm I Jonah am making a decision right now. Celie, how about that one? Yeah, we would need a sword then too. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. <gasps> Oh, this is so silly. The sword is 1,000 Pokey. It is a held item. Okay. Whatever Pokemon is holding it essentially knows the move cut. Ooh, that's actually really, really cool. I really like that. That's my ruling because it's funny to me. I think that's really cool. Do you want to buy the sword? No, it's got to be Luca. Oh, I mean, it's a cool sword. It is indeed a cool sword, an ancient relic. Hold it. Okay, I'll hold the sword. Yeah, hold it, hold it. Just get a taste. Wait, can I can I hold it? Well, if you th- if you're seriously considering buying it, then yes. You, I mean, if you're not, then I would I prefer that you did. But if you if you're seriously considering buying it, then yes, you can hold the sword. All right, cool. I'll hold the sword. Luca picks up the sword. There is like a faint glimmer of uh-huh. light and a faint breeze. <laughs> we see Harry like. Uh, adjusting the dimmer on the wall and turning on his <laughs> fan and like uh, shifting it toward Luca. Celie, get the fog going. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll buy the sword. I'll buy the yeah! sword. Yeah! <laughs> Luca buys the sword. Personal day. Personal day. As he <laughs> as he wields the sword, lifting yeah. it high above his head. So I mean, what? So I guess I'll go. You know, get some dragons with this or whatever, right? Yes, yes, you could. You could go deep into the mountains and search. Some say that there are dragons that, uh, well, small ones that that leap from the cliffs uh, and fall one day, hoping to fly. There are some who lurk deep within caverns. There are some with flaming breath. Many dragons reside up in the mountains. They even say that maybe there are dragons in the lake itself. Who knows? I mean, the Pokemon League is nearby, so there's just kind of a, more more strong Pokemon oh, in this sort of area of the region. So you know, know. Ooh, yes, okay, well. yes. I'm sorry, I shouldn't sell it. Sure, I should. I should be more concrete confident. and confident yeah, in my. On. You, you know, had me going. Yes, I, man. I really so, sorry. I um. Here, I've been Harry, working on my. Back. I've been working on my sales pitch. Yes, many dragons. Thank you, Harry. Many dragons near here. Many! So you. Uh, you, Only one by name. Do you need any um, uh, cool uh, dragon-themed Pokeballs, perhaps? <laughs> he just gestures to gestures to some Pokeballs that have these just draconic designs. Uh, I was just about to of, say, I feel like it's just got crayon on it. It's like acrylic like a... paint. <laughs> uh, no thanks, Harry. Have a good one. Thank you. Personal day. You pay. You pay whatever amount of Pokey for the for the books and the okay. candy. <laughs> what now, Luca? Uh, what other stores do we have? Uh, well, I mean, there's the Outfitters and, uh... Yeah? Uh, well, we've been to a lot of places. I mean, uh, there's, there's some place to get food and stuff. Like, there's Dino's, uh, but then there's, like, the Around the World, the Nautical Shop. And then there's King of the Sea Outfitters. And they know that that's ironic. It's just, like, the guy who owns the place just, like, has a Sea King. And so he just kind of went with it. Uh, Sure, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like I'm in Animal Crossing and I had gotta get my diver suit. 
Well, we definitely need more snacks for tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we th- we could just go to like the grocery store. Oh, okay. Well, that was not that. There's fun. just a store that says the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's pretty easy. Let's go to you pick. I I lead the way. I got, I've done all of them so far. You pick. No, look, I mean, I've literally lived here, so like up up to you. Well, I guess do I need something to go swimming in? I mean, I, you have a swimsuit. I know. I'm proficient in swimming. So do, do I really need anything for diving to use a dive ball? It depends. Like, if you want to just go swimming around a little bit, uh, you could just go as is, especially since you've got, like, Sealy. Uh, but if you want to, like, go deep underwater or do anything like that, you would either need to, like, find... Because I don't know if I necessarily want to go deep underwater. I think anything deep underwater, I'd rather have them come to me. I got to get a wetsuit. So if you wanted to go like deep underwater, you would either need to like have the move dive or get um, a rebreather from a place like the Outfitters or something like that. Okay, I guess let's go check and see how much rebreathers are. I could probably live without it, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like a glorified snorkel, kind of. Mm, see, that's so hard for me to buy because on the ship, I would have that stuff accessed 24-7 for free because of, like, Isabel and all the activities going on. Right, right. So that's hard. Understandable. But you go to the Outfitters, though? Sure. Cool. So you go to uh, King of the Sea Outfitters. It is very much like that flavor of outdoorsy-type place. There's a couple that's behind the desk. What, what are they like? MJ and Michael. Hey, everybody, if you're not understanding these references, uh, it's because this one and Mish are specifically for Sarah as she has um, sort of created her own fan fiction of the uh, <laughs> other folks in this uh, workout video series uh, she's I'm been doing. i doing a workout video series every day, and I have created fan fiction for every single person in the video. But yeah, they're MJ and Michael. Describe MJ and Michael for the listeners. They are old. They're old and they're really fit old people and they have white silver hair. They both were very gutsy and they're like, we're going silver. Back off, everybody. MJ is um, very feisty. Mm -hmm. She's got a little bit of a snap to her, a kick snap. You're not sure when she's going to kick. You're not sure when she's going to snap. And Michael is very kind. He's like a teddy bear. And sometimes you wonder, how is MJ, you know, keeping up? How did Michael keep up with MJ? Like, what was it back in the day? And you find out that they were Latin ballroom competitors that won all like the global, you know, Foxtrot and Tango. And they were world class ballroom dancers, best known for their tango. So you walk into King of the Sea Outfitters and you see those people. <laughs> and their trophy for ballroom dancing behind them. Yeah, behind the counter you see their uh, ballroom dancing trophy and then a framed picture of them with their sea king. Wait so a like, second. Snorkeling. Are you MJ and Michael? Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, how did you know? Are you the ballroom competition global winners of 20 Pokey 5? <laughs> Well, surely you two are young to to know about such a thing. (laughs) Yes, of course. I dare say nay. And she flips out her dad's business card. You guys are legends. Wait, you're Ron's girl. Yeah, you guys came on the tour after you won the global competition and danced the night away. Oh, 
Oh, how is... Uh, yes, that is us. Of course it's us. It, it couldn't be anyone else. How is Oran? Oh, he's doing great. His beard is wonderful, and he's starting to actually put beard oil on it. It's oh, amazing. That's fantastic. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, Luca, can we get a picture? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Definitely got to send this to Dad, guys. He'll never believe I ran into you. He takes a picture on your pokey gear, and you text it to your dad. He doesn't you... text. I know, but you just send it along. <laughs> just because maybe eventually. Well, oh. you send you send it to like Isabel. Be like, show this to dad. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, uh, wow. I'm. He's gonna be so jealous. So this is what you do now, huh? You you quit the the dancing and you just came to a lake. Yes, you know the outdoor the outdoor life is life for us. It certainly is. We love it out here. It's so quaint. Wow. Is, is there anything we can we can do for you? We can help you with what brings you here? I imagine Pearl's just sitting on the counter. Yep. <laughs> um, well, I was looking for some diving stuff. Oh, well, we, we certainly have that. We certainly do. Great. So what they have here in the store, uh, they do have a diver's kit uh, that is available that includes a wetsuit, diving belt, mask, fins, and air tanks. While worn, it reduces your movement speed by 20 feet but gives you a swimming speed of 30 feet. In addition, you have two hours of air and can dive to a depth of 200 feet, and you are not affected by the water's temperature. So essentially, they've got, like, scuba gear, and they also have a rebreather which is like not nearly as uh hefty of a uh, of a thing it is just a small breathing apparatus that allows breathing underwater uh and its filter needs to be replaced after four hours of use hmm. how about this rebreather Oh, uh, yes. Well, uh, our price for that is, is 500 We also sell uh, replacement filters for 50 uh, And then the diver's kit is, uh, is 750 Oh, cool. Um, it's a little expensive for me right now. Well, for, well, for Ron's daughter, I'm sure we could take off a little bit. Just, just, just oh, a bit. Oh, you guys don't have to do that. Oh, really well, we, it's, we must. I feel something compelling me to do it. Oh, I, so I do as well. Shucks. Okay, well, you guys, if you ever book a cruise again, you know the call, right? Oh, yes. We do deserve a vacation. And that, my friends, is how you negotiate and haggle with your imagination. You give the NPCs a backstory that relates to yours in a positive manner. And make them sympathize with Ron's girl. But um bum savings. Oh my Did you gosh. know that that's what was happening? I've been bamboozled. You okay, into so my trap of savings. Goodness gracious. Uh, so they would sell you the diver's kit for um, 600 instead of 750 and uh, 400 rather than 500 for a rebreather. And how about a free filter? I'm sure we could do that. All right, I'm in. Rebreather. Cool. You get a rebreather. Uh, so he hands you the rebreather and an extra filter for 400 pokey. Do you perhaps need a kayak rental or purchase? We sell them too. We do a little bit of both. Uh, Luca, do we need that? No, no, we got him at the house. Okay. Wow, it is just so good to see you guys again. Any chance you got, you know, just, you know, spare five seconds for a tango? Sailing! Hit it! She closes the door. A disco ball goes down. And we do a tango all together. Mixed into a rumba and then just straight into another salsa. It's a three-parter. The old people dancing is very powerful. Oh, my gosh. We watched. Partially. We started really strong, but then we get out of breath. Make a charisma save. Oh, MJ and Michael. Charisma not saved. I am I am wowed. 
their charisma is so powerful that I forget who I am. They're the Misty Mountain Island. Uh, eight. You and Luca are both stunned for a moment. I can't even dance. I wanted to dance with them. I can't even dance. Look at their feet. How are they moving so fast? How are they doing that? It's unbelievable. Wow, I've never seen two people so so in sync. How's their metabolism so high? They're so old. Did she just have that dress ready to go? Look at him. He's wearing like a disco 70s suit and rocking it. How? And then they're, they're, they're seeking? She is, whoa, whoa, look at those fins. Whoa. It's a very impressive dance number. Olay! That was beautiful. Well, thank you. Oh, it's uh, good to shake the dust off every now and then. Yes, it is. Um, Celie brings, you know, roses and flowers and... She does. Is there anything else we can do for you? Oh, no, but if I got enough time, you know I'm coming back for a classic jive. Excellent. Is that all that you would like to do there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lucas says, uh, so do you want to go anywhere else or just, you know, stop by the grocery store and uh, just get some get some snacks, you know, maybe some stuff to grill out and then head back to the head back to the house? Um, yeah, Luca, that sounds perfect for a personal day. Let's stock up. Cool. So you all leave King of the Sea Outfitters and you make your way toward the grocery store. As you are on your way over there, you pass by Dino's Bar and Grill. And it's Dino's D-E-I-N-O, the dragon Pokemon. Oh. Ah, yeah, yeah. You see the little sign has got this uh, little black and uh, blue little dragon on it. It's like, aw. That's cute. But. As you pass by Dino's Bar and Grill, uh, the sound of the jukebox bouncing from outside. Luca looks down the road in the direction that you're going and sees three teen-looking figures Uh walking your way. Oh, who are they? As they approach, you can see that each of them has a Pokemon uh, walking out, striding beside them. All of them look to be in uh, varying degrees of geared up from being at the lake. You know, one still wearing like a life jacket, one just sort of in like a surfer kind of deal. And then uh, the other one is just in, in regular clothes, but very wet. Beside them, they have their Pokemon walking out next to them. You see a sand shrew, a scraggy, and an Elekid. And Lucas says, oh, geez, it's the lake boys. Oh, the lake boys. That doesn't sound good. I do like their style, though. I like that it's free pokies, you know, we're very pro free Pokemon walking, right, silly? What's their deal? Should we duck? Let's get out of the way. Nope. It's too late now as the one in the middle shouts out, Salvatore, is that you? Hi, Scott. And that's where we'll end this episode.
have a real moment with you. What's that? I don't like how Vespi Quinn looks. Uh-huh. She is scary and not nice. Oh, no. I don't like that, guys. I'm... <laughs> I no. You concerned? George Foreman is not like that. That's not George. I can't do that. Uh. And like, ew. I mean, is it really any better than what George can offer now? Oh, significantly. Uh. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Can. What happened to Georgie's sweet face? Georgie's sweet face. My buds. I'll lose my three little buds. You're scared about uh, hitting the next level and evolving George? Yeah, I don't want to do it. Oh, my gosh. Not for that aesthetic. Sure, the moves are cool, I guess. Can I change my party? George isn't in my party. I'm stunting George's growth. (laughs) (laughs) I choose right now to stunt George Foreman's growth. Well, I mean, you could if if George Foreman hits the level, you could just say no. You are allowed. You're allowed. To, you're allowed to stop it. Okay, can I? I guess could George Foreman just wear a big skirt now at the bottom, but keep its happy face? Oh, I really Vespi Quinn makes me want to barf. <laughs> I want to barf. Like if I saw that, if I lived with that, here's the thing: I have to live with it. Put this in the post credits. This is not how I want the episode to roll into. Oh, no. But but I have to live with that. And she looks like she'd eat me alive. Like hovering over my sleep, I'm go- I'm a goner. That may be too dark for the post credits, but that's what would happen. <laughs> well, I thought like, that- can I bring her home to to Honey Hut? Well, that's what is in charge at the Honey Hut. I don't like it. That's like George's mom. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm going to have to think about it. I'm not saying there's any evolutions in this episode. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. It's post credits. But <laughs> you you just know that like level-wise, you're close with a couple of them. I guess I only know that because Jonah told me. Because this is what I want to avoid happening, like in the middle of something. Have a game. Um, I don't. I don't want to say, "Hey," and George Foreman glows and evolves, and then and there's a Vespi Queen in its face, <laughs> bloody murder, saying, "No!" Like Michael Scott when he sees Toby in the office. <laughs> wow! I really might have to use that Evie light. Here's the thing: Fanta was hard enough True. for my little ten-year-old brain. Oh, I just typed in Fanta Evolution. That's not how that works. Torchic Evolution? Yeah. Anytime I type in uh, Totodial, I only type in Two Fists. And then I'm like, ah. And then our wiki page pulls up. Thank you, Tyler. And hey, I think that's thank really you, Tyler. Cool. <laughs> but I do have to remember that's not how it works. Oh, that is so funny. That's a big cost, but I think it might be worth it because I would lose my friendly faces. How am I supposed to go from something so sweet and cuddly and encouraging and kind and generous to queen dictator? (laughs) I just, ah, it's a big hurdle for my brain. Probably not even happening this episode, so it's fine. But good, good to know, just in case. I'm, I'm prepped. I'm prepped. If she, if, if George Foreman starts to glow, I'm just going to chuck that EVO light at her. Stop (laughs) it! No! Not allowed! Ah! I'm stunting your growth. I'll crack it on top of her head and let it pour down. Oh, my gosh. Like an egg. Okay, I'm ready now. 
And now, when I say now, I mean this is the post-credits. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners. Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N Go. It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go. Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Chris Campin Jr.